Good morning, everybody. Today's daf is Babakama daf Samach Ches. We left off on daf Samach Zayinam and base five lines from the end of the page at the two dots. Einagoni vacharagam mishaim tashlume kefet. Today's shir is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children, Lilith Nishmas's mother, Golda Basimcha, Allah Shalom. Also by Daniel Sadian for the success of Klal Yisrael in these times and at Slacha for our soldiers and for our captives. They should all return home safely. And also by Simeon Moshe Kleinman, Lizchusr for Shlema, for Rafal Moshe Elimelech Ben Basha, Yishtab Rafur Shlema, Besoch Shar Chola Yisrael. We thank all the sponsors very much for the sponsorship. So, the first thing we're going to discuss is the sugya of Gonev Achar Haganav. And we're going to have three rayos against the Shita of Rav, who holds that Yeush is Kona. We already discussed whether Yeush is Kona, but now we're going to revisit that discussion and bring three more rayos about whether Yeush is uh, is Kona. The third raya is somewhat involved. It involves a, a brisa that has three parts to it, and we're going to have to explain each part of the brisa. So that's going to take us the majority of this long Amr Aleph. Then the Gemara on the bottom of Amr Aleph is going to introduce a machlokas if we are Chayiv Dalit Vehei for selling before Yeush, and we're going to try to show what the basis of each opinion is. Why would you be Chayiv Dalit Vehei if you sold before Yeush? Why would you not be Chayiv Dalit Vehei if you sold something and then you sold before Yeush? And then on the bottom of Amin Beis, as we're discussing that topic of being Chayiv Dalit Vehei for selling before Yeush, we're going to get into a, uh, a tangential discussion about being Maktish, a stolen animal, and, and, and the impact of the hectish on chiyuvim of dalit vehei. So if, you, if an animal is stolen and then someone is makdashit, we'll see who has the ability to be makdashit. Someone is makdashit. What's the impact on the chiyuv of dalit vehei? And that brings us all the way to the two dots on Samach Tesamadal. So let's begin Samach Zainam Beis at the two dots, uh, the five lines from the bottom of the page. We said in the Mishnah that if someone steals from a ganav, the gonev Haraganov does not pay Tashlume Kefel. He does not pay Kefel. The Yosemech raises the question why wouldn't he be Chayev according to Rabbi Shimon who holds that Dovar Agarim Lamamunus Kamamundami, that something that causes a person a financial loss is considered as if it's Mamun itself. So if someone steals Chamit Shavrolov Pesach, even though it's not worth anything right now, but it's a Gorim Lamamun for a Gazlan because he could just return it and therefore it's Mamun Gamur. So, uh, so why don't you say the same thing over here? So he's Miyashiv that the din of kefel is only when the object is in the place where it's supposed to be. Whereas over here, where the object is right now, it's by the ganav, everyone is really mitzuva to take this object and give it back to the bailim. So the chi of kefel is not uh, going to be chal on anyone who takes the object, even though the person who's taking it is taking it for himself. He's not taking it to return it back to the bailim. But the chi of kefel is always on the taking. And everyone's chayiv to take this object. It's, it's in the hands of a ganav. Everyone will be chayiv to take this object uh, and then return it. So even someone who's taking it and not then returning it is uh, going to be potter from the kefel. And Divrei Cheskel, he asks the same question, but he's miyashiv that the din of kefel is that you uh, you pay it back to the place where uh, where you pay the keren. And since the keren is chiyuv uh, to the bailim, so there's no makom to chayiv kefel to the gun of uh, to, to pay the gun of rishon the uh, the kefel. And that's why there's no chiyuv kefel when you're 
Ganev Achar Ganev. So again, the Mishnah says that when you steal from a Ganev, an object that he himself stole from someone else, you don't pay Kefal, you only pay the Karen, you only pay the stolen object itself. So Gemara discusses, well, what exactly is the case that the Mishnah is talking about where you don't pay Kefal when you're stealing a stolen uh, object? So Amr Rav Lo Shanu The Mishnah is talking about where these Ganev Sheni stole the object before the original Bailim was Miyayish from it. So it still belongs to the original Bailim, and that's why you don't pay Kefal to the guy who stole it from the original Bailim. Aval Yachar Yeyush, but if the second guy stole it after the original Bailim has been Miyayish from it, so since Yeyush is, is Kona, it's no longer in the Rishos of the original Bailim. So Kno Ganav Rishon, the first Ganav is now the owner of this object, object, the Ganav Sheni, Misham Tashuva Kefel, the Ganav Rishon. And in such a case, the Ganav Sheni does pay Kefel to the Ganav Rishon. So if the Ganav Rishon stole it, then the Bailim had Yeyush. So now it belongs to the Ganav Rishon. So when the Ganav Sheni steals it from the Ganav Rishon, Hitaka will pay Kefel. That is the Shita of Rav. She Mukbetzes raises the uh, the question. Shidim Gletzes raises the question in the name of Shita that Rav could have learned this on the Gan of Rishon that after Yehushis Konen he doesn't pay Dalit Vehe on the Tzvicha Mechira because Shalohu Tovech Shalohu Mocher meaning why does Rav have to say this Dafka in the context of Konev Minagan Rav's whole point is that Yehush is Konen so you want to say that Yehush makes it yours so it has a more immediate impact without even introducing a Gan of Shani a guy steals an object a guy steals an animal and uh, the original Bailin is Midian now, if that guy who stole the animal is Toveach or Mocher, that animal is put from Dalit Vehe, because Shalohu Ganav, Shalohu Tavach, Shalohu Machar, Shalohu Tavach, Shalohu Machar. He's uh, Shachti is selling his own item, and therefore he's going to be put to Dalit Vehe. So, why the need to introduce a Ganav Sheni to teach this din? So, uh, meaning, why does Rav teach this din in the context of a Ganav Sheni? So, Shidim Gwetzas is Miyashev, that we're trying to be Mechadesh, that Yehush is Kona, even the Legab. This uh, this guy that this case that after he's chayiv kefal on the geneva um, and, and, and 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 on, on the geneva that he uh, that he himself stole and it's as if it's his for for uh, forever that uh, so so in, in the, the, uh, the, the I'm sorry that that uh, that it's I'm sorry that that Yehush is kona to such an extent that someone could even be chayiv to pay kefal to you even to the ganav and that's a greater chiddush it's one thing to say that Yehush is kona to the extent that when I'm tava be putter from Dalit Vehei. That's one thing. But to say that Yehush is Kona to the extent that when I steal something, someone's going to have to pay me Kefel if they take it from me. That's a real uh, strong statement about just how much Yehush is uh, is Kona. But the, the point is, and this is what the whole Lamed Alv is going to be about, that Rav holds just having Yehush is enough to make the Kenyan. Right? If someone steals something and the original Bailim is Miyayish, it now belongs to the guy who stole it. So the Gemara challenges Rav's Shita that Yehush is Kona from three different uh, places. Tosus points out all of the Kashas the Gemara could have already asked on Rabbah back on Samachvava Medalev, who also said Yehush is Kona, and all of the Kashas we asked on Rabbah over there, we could have asked on Rav over here. It's just that the, uh, the Tosus says over there we're talking about a Gazlan, so we ask kashas that relate to gzela. Over here we're talking about a ganav, so we ask kashas that relate to 
Geneva, even though it's not about Gazela or Geneva, it's about Yeush, and each of the kashas that we have here apply there, and all the kashas we had yesterday will apply today, we had two, day, two days ago, will apply here as well, but uh, nevertheless, that's the way the Gemara arranged it. Furthermore, Tos says, maybe just that's the way the kashas came up in the base Medrash, that when they were talking about Rav Shita, these kashas came up when they were talking about Rav Shita, those kashas came up, so the Gemara is just reporting the way it came up in the, uh, in the, in the, in the base Medrash. So, uh, so so, uh, it could have been asked on either one and he says and that's why uh, when we find what we're going to see at the very end of uh, the daf today a kasha that the Gemara mentions between Rabbi Yochan and Shlakish about Gana Vihigdish that could have been a kasha both on Rav and on Rabba but it's only brought over there in neither context because it was uh, brought up in the base manager in a different context so it's all about how it's brought up in the base manager so anyway again the main thing over here is that Rav holds Yehush is Kona so that's where we're going to start attacking. Three challenges to Rav. Number one, Amrav Sheshes, Amina Kinayim, Meshach of Rav, Amar Lahashmaita. Rav must have said this uh, teaching when he, was, uh, when he was half asleep, and therefore he wasn't so precise in the way he taught it. Titania, Amrav Yekivim, Nema Amra Torah, Tavachumach, Meshachim, Tashlumi, Arbavachamisha. Why does the Torah say that if a person steals a shar or a se, and then he shechts it or he sells it, he pays Arbavachamisha? Mipnei, Shenishtarish Bechet. Because he's uh, take, he's, he's, he's allowing his Avera to take very deep root by, by taking it out of the Roshos of the Bailim entirely through shechting it or selling it. I mean, it's one thing to transfer it by pulling it out of the Roshos of the Bailim, but then to take that next step of shechting it or selling it, then you're giving your Avera really deep roots. So uh, we have to explain how did he bring it out of the Roshos of the Bailim? So I understand by Tavicha, it's, it's, uh, it, there's a Shino Maisa, so he really took it out of the Roshos of the Bailim. But by Mechira, where he sells the Shorosah, so Amos, when exactly did he sell it? Where we're calling this that Ishtarish Bechet, that selling it makes it such a deep rooted Avera. If it's before the Bailim was ever Miyayish from it, well, Miika Nishtarish, does that really help to call that Nishtarish Bechet? The Bailim never gave up hope. The Mechira doesn't help at all. Uh, so the Kaladeos, the Shira Rishus, does not help God of Bikona Achefetz without any Yeush, so uh, his his meisim didn't do anything to be mocher. It was uh, accomplished nothing. How can you call that nishtarish pechet? Ella liachri yeush. It must be that he sold it after yeush bailim. But v'isal kadaytoch yeush kani. But if you hold that yeush alone makes it yours, well then why when he sells it after the yeush bailim should he have to pay dalid vehei shalohu toveach shalohu mocher? If it already became his when the bailim was miyayish, so then by the time he sells it, he's selling his own item. By the time he shechted, he's shechting his own item. So isn't this a raya against Rav that Yehush alone is not Kona? Says Mark, no, it's not a raya at all. Amri, Kita Amarava, they explained that uh, as Rav is about to say later on in the sugya that Nishtarish uh, Bechet means that the Chiv of Dalad is in the fact that he's repeating his Avera in that not only did he steal it, but he's now he's now uh, shechting it or selling it as well. So over here as well, the Bryson means the same, 
Bechet. Not because he's Nishtarish Bechet by bringing the Gneva out of the Roshos Habaylim in a greater way than he did before. No, even if the, the, the Gneva did not leave the Roshos Habaylim anymore through this Mechira, he's going to be Chayev on it. And the Chayev Tzvichon Mechira is oh, maybe Enechanami. He's only before Yayush. Maybe Enechanami. If the Baylim was originally Miyayish on it, Shalohu Taveach, Shalohu Mocher. Then uh, the Ganav is uh, shechting or selling his own thing and he would not be Chayev Dalvei. No, it's only before the Baylim was uh, was Miyayish on it that you Chayev Dalvei. And that's still called Shana Bachet. It's not called Nishtarish Bachet, but that may still be called Shana Shana Bachet. Shittim Gretz explains that uh, that the idea of uh, Shana Bachet is that he he, uh, he he's demonstrating that his Yetzar Hara is still very strong. That he's not doing tshuva from his act of rishus, and therefore he's co- he's coming to be to get Hanoa from that which he stole. I mean, it's one thing to steal it in a moment of time you steal something, and then at a later date you try to benefit from that which you stole. That shows a complete lack of remorse. It shows that you're still interested in doing the Aver. That's the Shana Bechet. That's what it means, that he's Shana Bechet. Okay, so says Mar will bring another Raya against Rav. Again, Rav held that Yeush alone is Kona. So Tashma will bring a Raya. The Pasuk says, Utvacho O Mecharo. So we darshan. Mat Vicha Sheinu Just like the very nature of shechting something is that it's Eino Chazeres. There's no undoing that. So too, the type of mechira that Yechayev Dalbei for is she'en achazeres, where it can never go back to the original Bible. Well, Amos, when did uh, the mechira happen? If the mechira happened before the Bible was miyayish, am I en achazeres? Why would you call that en achazeres? That it doesn't go back to the Bible. It doesn't help at all. The shina rishus without a yeyush doesn't accomplish anything. Ela liachar yeyush. It must be that it happened after the yeyush Bible. Well, v'yisal kadaitach kanya. But if you hold. That uh, that as soon as there's Yeyush, the uh, the, the Ganav is Kona with the Yeyush, if it happened after Yeyush, why would the Ganav ever have to pay Dalvei? After all, Shalohu Taveach, Shalohu Mocher. He's Shachtun, he's selling his own item. So it must be that Yeyush is not Kona, and that's why he's Chayv on the Mechira, because uh, the, uh, the, 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 by, it's by the Kona, uh, the, 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 since by the Kona, uh, aside from the uh, fact that there's uh, that there was a Yeyush Bailim, there was also Shina Rishus, and therefore it's a Mechira Sheinu Chazeres. So says Gemara, nah, you can't bring a Raya that Yeish is not Kona, because it could be that the Bryce is talking about that you sold it before Yeish. Aye, the Bryce has said that, that which the Bryce is Mechadish, that there's no Chiyuv on a Mechira Sheinu Chazeres, it doesn't mean a Mechira that didn't help to be Kona Legamri. It means Kadam Rav Nachman, like Rav Nachman explains later on, that the Bryce is coming to be Memait Prat Lehi it's telling me that if you stole something and then instead of selling it, you you leased it, you makne it to somebody for shloshim yom. So that's not called tavachumachar. That's not something that you're going to be chayiv dalit vei That's what the Bryce is saying over here. So mechira she'ena chozeres has nothing to do with yeyush or no yeyush. Mechira she'ena chozeres means how? What are the terms of the sale? Is it a rental or is it a sale? And if it's only a rental, it's only a lease, then it's not going to be something that you're going to pay dalit vehei for. Now the long raya. So again, Rav held that yeyush is kona. We're trying to prove that he's incorrect. So meisve. Here we have a brisa that teaches three halachos that relate to someone who steals from a gun 
Yamav. Um, and, and, and from this b'risa, we're going to try to prove that Rav is incorrect. But it's going to involve three halachas, and we're going to have to explain all three halachas. So halacha number one. Someone steals something, and then another person comes and steals from the Ganav. The original Ganav pays Kefal to the Bailim, and the second guy only pays Keren to the first uh, Ganav, uh, to the Ganav Rishon. But he does not have to pay Kefal. Why does he not have to pay Kefal? Because the Pasuk in the Torah says, Ish al Kesav So the Gemara does in tomorrow's daf, that the chiv kefil is only when you steal mi ish, but not mi beis haganav. If you steal from the ganav, then you don't pay kefil. Case number two now. Ganavumacher. Let's say you stole a shor and then you sold it, and uh, the, the, therefore your kona, uh, the, the guy who bought it, is kona with yehush and shinarishos and then someone came and stole it from the guy who bought it from the Ganav so now there's another level added in so person number one steals it and he sells it to person number two then then person number three steals it from person number two a second Ganav steals it from the Lokeach who bought it from the first Ganav well the first Ganav pays Dalit Vehe because he's stole it, and then sold it. So, of course, he pays Dalit Ve'e. But the second Ganav pays Kefel to the guy who bought it from the first Ganav, because he stole something that belonged to this uh, Lokeach. And then a third did. Ganav V'tavach. Let's say you stole it, and then you shechted it. And someone stole the shechted animal from you, from the Gan of Rishon. So Rishon Mishayim Tashomi Arba V'chamisha. The Gan of Rishon pays Dalvei. Why? Because he was Gan of Etavach. And when you're Gan of Etavach, he paid Dalvei. Hashenu Einu Mishalim Tashlumi Kefel. But the second guy does not pay Kefel to the first uh, Gan of Ela Keren Bilvad. He only pays Keren like a Gonev Me'aganev, where you only pay Keren, you don't pay Kefel. So now says the Gemara, let's see, what, what sort of Raya can we bring from here? Katani Miyam Mitziyasa, the second of the three cases said, that Ganav Umachar, if I steal something and I sell it, Uba'achar Uganavo, and then someone steals it from the guy I sold it to. So Arisha Misham Tashumir Rav Chamesha, the first Ganav pays Dalvei, because of course he was Ganav Umachar. The second guy pays Kefel to the Lokeach. Well, Amos, when was this Mechira? If the Mechira happened before the original Bailam was Miyayish, Sheni Amay Misham Tashumir Kefel. Well, if it happened before the Yeish, why is the second uh, Ganav going to pay Kefil to the Kona? Shina Rishus below Yeish, mi ikolamadi amar tukani? That's a Shina Rishus without any Yeish, and therefore it does not belong to the Lokeach. So you shouldn't have to pay Kefil to the Lokeach. El Apshita must be that we're talking about Liachar Yeish, that it happened, that the Mechira happened after the Bailim was Miyayish. So uh, the, uh, the, the Kona, the guy who bought it, was Kona it through Yeish and Shina Rishos. And that's why if someone steals it from him, they have to pay him Kefel, because he, he's the rightful owner. But Vi Salkadaita, or he's the owner, rightful or wrongful, but he's the owner. But Vi Salkadaita Yeish Kona, but if you're going to say that Yeish alone is going to be Kona, Amay Misham Tashumir the Chamisha, why is the first kind of paying Dalvei? Dideu de Zaban, he's selling something that belongs to him. 
and not only that, if you can say everything is happening after Yeyush over here, the Katani Reisha, that which the first din in the Brisa says, Ganav, Uba Acharu Gnavo, that if one guy steals it, then another guy steals it from him. That the first guy pays Kefal, the second guy only pays Karen to the first guy, Michti, the Achri Yeyush Kaminan. We just said that the whole Brisa is talking about. That it was after Yehush, but Kona. But if you hold like Rav, that Yehush is really Kona, and therefore the Ganav is really uh, the owner of this Sheni Amayin Well, then why is the second Ganav only paying to the first Ganav, the Karen? Uh, after all. He's, he should pay kefel. He's stealing it from the person who is now the owner of it. If you really hold yeish kona, So both the first din of the brisa and the second din of a brisa uh, of the brisa are akasha and rav. But they're only akasha and rav once we say that the brisa must be talking about laachar yeish. Once we say the brisa is talking both the first din of the brisa and the second din of the brisa seem to assume that once Yehush happened, it doesn't make you the owner. And Rav says, yes, it does. So therefore, they're both Akasha and Rav. So Amarava Vitizbra, Rav says uh, that Vitizbra uh, Hamitaretzdei. You think the whole brisa is going to work out when you say that it's laachar Yehush, and you just say not like Rav? No, because it, yeah, the first and the second din of the brisa are raya against Rav uh, according to uh, our assessment. But what do you do with the third? Din of the Brisa, Elo Dukatani Seifa, that which says in the third din of the Brisa, Ganav Vitavach, if you steal it and then you shechted it, Ubaacheru Ganavo, and then someone came and stole the meat, Rishon Mishan Tsumer Rabbi Chamisha, so the guy who's Ganav Vitavach pays Dal Vehevi, Shainu Mishan El Keren, and the guy who stole the meat only pays Keren. But, but but wait, why would he only pay Karen? Paying Karen means you're assuming that the guy who stole it is not yet the owner of it. Well, if he shafted it, that's a Shinu Maisa. So if there's Yeyush and a Shinu Maisa, everyone would hold he'd be Kona it. So why on earth wouldn't you have to pay Kefel to the Gan of Rishon? Ella must be that the Bryce is talking about uh, a different case, and that's not going to be. And Memela will see that it's not going to be a Kashan Rav. Liolam Kula Scratch everything you assumed. Your basic working assumption that the whole Bryce is talking about Lachar incorrect. The Bryce is talking about Lefneyeish. The April I, but we said case number two doesn't make any sense if it's talking about Lefneyeish. Simple. The April Seifel Mitzias Mitzias of the Seifa. The Bryce is messed up. We have to change the din that it says in the Mitzias with the din that. It says in the uh, in the in 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 the sefer, meaning dinim number two and three, the psak din in number two and number three need to be flipped. And here's how to read the brisa. In case number two, if a guy steals something and he sells it, and someone came and stole it from the guy he sold it to. And again, we're talking about that there was no yeyush. The first guy is going to pay because he was gone of umachar. And the second guy only pays Karen to the gun of Rishon. Why? Because that which he sold it to someone else is a shin rishus, but below yeyush, lokani. A shin rishus that's not accompanied by a yeyush 
does not affect the Kenyan. So the behemoth still belongs to the first guy. The second guy who sold it from the Ganav is part of from paying Kefel because uh, he's not stealing it from the rightful owner. But Ganav, Itavach, if a person steals a Shar or a Seh and then he shechted, Uba'acher, Ugnavo, and someone else comes and steals that from the original Ganav who had shechted it, he steals the meat. So certainly the original Ganav pays Dalbei to the Bailim because he was Ganav Itavach. The second guy pays the gun of Rishon Kefel. Why? Because the original gun of was Kona it with Shinomaisa by shechting it. So it's his. So the second gun of has been steal, stole from the first gun of who is now the real owner of it. And that's why he's going to have to pay Kefel. So now we've uh, resolved both of the kashas on Rav. Because that which we asked on Rav, that uh, w- 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 the, the whole kash on Rav was based on the premise that the Bryce is talking about La'achar Yeyush. Uh, but uh, because we thought that the Metziyasa was Muchach, that it's Liachar Yeyush. But now we've said, no, the whole price is talking Lefne Yeyush. I, how do we explain the Din and the Metziyasa? Change it. I mean, we switch it with the Din in the Sefer. So the Gemara brings another Dechia to this Raya from, uh, the, from the Sefer that we could, uh, other than being Magia the Brisa, Rav Papa Amar Liolam Lo Tevok. You don't have to switch around the words of the Brisa. I, we ask, why when you're gone of a Tavach and someone else uh, comes and is gone of Mimenu, why does uh, the second guy only pay Karen? After all, a Shina Maisa for sure should, be, should affect the Kenyan. It should for sure be yours when it's a Shina Maisa. You should for sure pay Kefel. Maybe the uh, Seifa is assuming like the Shita of the Beishamai that a Ganav is not Kona Geneva with a Shina Maisa. So the Shechted Behemah still belongs to the Bailim. It does not yet belong to the Ganav. And that's why you don't pay Kefel. Well, Ihachi, if the Bryce is talking about after uh, Yeyush, Kasha, Reisha, Metziasa, the Rav, the Reisha and the Metziasa are both still going to be a Kasha and Rav uh, because uh, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the, in the, Reisha and the Metziasa, it's Muchach that Yeish alone is not Kona, meaning that was the original problem that we had over here. Meaning what, what you just did, Rav Papa, is you said that the third din of the Brisa makes sense if you assume like Beishamai. Yeah, but we did, the conversation didn't start with the third din. The conversation started with the first two din, both being a Kasha and Rav. So if it's Achar Yeish, there's still both a Kasha and Rav. So it says, Really, the whole Brisa is talking about before there was Yeish Bailim. And since we're talking about Lifnei Yeyush, there's no cash on Rav from the Reisha, because the Ganav was not Kona it, and therefore the second Ganav only pays Karen. And we don't have to switch around the Brisa. And in the Seifo, in the third case, when the Ganav, when he stole it, and then he shechted it, and then someone stole the meat, the fact that he doesn't pay Kefel is like we said, like Beishamai, that Shinu Bimakomo Omeid, and therefore the Shinu Maisa doesn't do anything. Bahacha, what about the second case, the Metziasa, where we said that if you steal something and then you sell it, and then someone else comes and steals it from the guy you sold it to. So the original Ganav pays Dalit Vehei, and the second Ganav uh, uh, pays Kefel to the Kona. So we said, well, according to Rav, the Yeyush is Kona, why is the Ganav Rishon paying Dalit Vehei? After all, Shalohu Toveach, Shalohu Mocher, it already belonged to him. The Maya Skina, no, the case is, Shinis Yashov, and there was Yeyush, 
But when did the Yehush happen? It happened after the Mechira, when it was in the hands of the Lokeach. It didn't happen uh, when it was in the hands of the Ganav Rishon. The Havaleh, Yehush. And therefore, there was a, 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 there was a Yehush, but only in the hands of the Lokeach. So since the Ganav Rishon didn't have a Yehush by them at the time that he sold it, so he didn't become the owner of the Shar or the Set. So he sold the Shar or Set that belonged to somebody else. And that's why he's Chayiv, Dalit Vehei. But by the Kona, there was already a Yehush Bailim, and therefore the Kona was already the owner. And therefore, it's like any stolen object uh, that uh, the Ganav is going to have to pay. Dalit Vehei, someone steals it, he's going to have to pay Kefel. Someone steals it from the Kona, he's going to have to pay Kefel to the Kona. Vilotema, and do not say that that which the Brysa, uh, 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 that which uh, the, the Brysa uh, in the Mitziasa, in the middle case, says that the Chiv of the Ganav, of the second Ganav paying Kefel is Dafka in such a case, and it doesn't say it in the Ratio in a more Pashat case that the second guy uh, steals from the first guy after Yehush Bailim, that the first guy is Kona Biyehush, and therefore the second guy is Mashalim Kefel to the Gan of Rishon because he's the Bailim of the Chefetz, Mishum Dubin and Yehush Vishina Rishos. You can't say that the reason we say that is because you need Yehush and Shina Rishos Dafka, and therefore there's no way that the second Ganav is going to pay the first Ganav, even if there was Yehush in the Rishos of the first Ganav. No. No, we're still sticking with Rav, that even just Yeyush alone, Nami Kani Gabi Ganav, would make the Ganav the, the owner of this item. Ella, that which the Brysa doesn't say, a case where the second Ganav stole from the first Ganav after the Yeyush, to Lameshkachas to Meshalmi Tarvayu, because you can't find another case where they're both going to pay. Ganav Rishon vig Ganav Sheni. That both Ganav Rishon and Ganav Sheni are going to pay the Knossos of Kefal and Arba Vechamisha Ela Bahachi unless there was Yehush by the Kona and not by the Ganav Rishon. Meaning, if there was already Yehush by the Ganav Rishon, so then we can't be Mechaiv Dalad Vehei for the Mechira. Right? Because Shalohu Tavach, Shalohu Mocher. And uh, if the, such a case, right, that the Rishon is going to be Chayiv Dalad Vehei and the Sheni is going to be Chayiv Kefal. Um, in a case that the Rishon and, and, and since the Brysa wanted to bring a case where the first guy is going to be Chayv Dalvei and the second guy is going to be Chayv Kefa, that they're both Chayv some sort of Kanas, so that's why we said that the Yehush was Eitzel Hakona, that the Yehush happened while the Lokeach had it. So that's so once we have to say that the Mitziasa is talking about where there was no Yehush Eitzel Haganav, so we try to make it, we just to be consistent, the Rishon was also talking about a case where there was no Yehush uh, Eitzel Haganav. And therefore, you can't be Mechaev uh, Kefel to the Gan of Rishon because there was no Yehush when it was by the Gan of Rishon. So therefore, it's no Kasha on Rav, uh, even without switching around the Brisa. And we could really say that Yehush is Kona and there's no Kasha from the Brisa against Rav. So period, that's the end of the first discussion. So the summary of the first discussion of the Gemara is that Rav wants to say that Yehush alone is Kona. By the way, that would mean if Yehush alone is Kona, that when someone steals something and there's Yehush, he's not going to be Chayv Dalet for Shechting or selling it because it's his own item, right? But Rav holds Yehush alone is Kona. We attacked Rav three times. The more, most complicated of the three attacks was the third one, which had a uh, complicated brysa with three dinim, but we rejected all of the attacks on Rav. We successfully defended Rav from all three kashas on him. So Itmar, now a new statement, a new discussion. If someone uh, sells a shor or a said that he had stolen, but he sells it before there's Yehush Bailim, Rav Nachman says, Meaning, up until now, we said, well, wait a second, if you sell it 
after Yehush, uh, if you hold like Rav, you're going to be Pater, because you're already the owner. Now we're saying, maybe you're going to be Pater Dafka if you sell it before Yehush. Rav Sheish says you're Pater if you sell it before Yehush. Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says if you sell it before Yehush, you're Chayiv, because Umecharo, Amar Rachmana, Vahazabim. It says that you sold it, and you sold it. So Lo Shalveish, Lo Shalveish. Pasuk doesn't say anything about the Fnei Yehush, Leachar Yehush, and therefore, I don't care whether it's the Fnei Yehush or Leachar Yehush. When you steal something, and you sell it, you're Chayv Dalvei, nothing to talk about. Rav Sheshis, I'm Rapater, Rav Sheshis says, you're Pater, Chiyuvei Liachar Yehushu. The Chiyuv is Dafka Liachar Yehush. Why? Da Hanu Maisav. Because only then did your Maisim work to be Motzi from the Rishus of the Bailim. Avalifnei Yehush, to Lo Hanu Maisav. But if the Bailim was never Miyayish, where your Maisim didn't work to take it away from the Bailim, Lo Mechayv, Dum Yudit Tvicha Binan. You're not going to be Chayv because we compare Mechira to Tvicha, Da Hanu Maisav. So the Mechira has to be something that effectively removes it from the Bailim. Just like Tvicha is a Hanumais of Tvicha, something that uh, obviously is an impactful uh, uh, action. So uh, that's why uh, Rav Shesha says that you're going to be Potter if you sold it Lifnei Yehush, because it's lower Hanumais of. And Rav Shesha says, I have two rayas. Number one, Amr Rav Shesha says, Amin Allah, Titania, Amr Rav Yikivim Neymah, Amr Torah, Tavach Humachar, Mishal Marbav Hamisha, Mishin Shtarish Bechet. Why is it that when you Tavach Humachar, you because by bringing it out of the Rosh's Bailim, you're really uh, allowing the Chet to take root. Amos, well, when did this happen? If the Bailim never had Yehush, there's no Nishtarish B'chet, it's still in the, in the, uh, in the, in the, the Bailim is still the owner of it. Elav must be that you sold it after the Bailim was Miyayish, and therefore you're really being Nishtarish B'chet, because you're taking it out of the Rosh's of the Bailim. So that's Raya number one, that it's Tafka Liachri Yehush. So Rabbi says, not a raya. It doesn't mean the shtarish bechet. It means shana bechet. That you're showing that you have no remorse by going and selling it. But it's not about being motzi from the rishos of the bailim, as we said earlier. Tashma raya number two says Rav Sheshes utvacha umacharo matvicha sheinu chazer. Just like by definition, the the shchit, the act of shchita that yichayev dalvei is something that you can never undo. Af mechira sheinu chazer. It must be a mechira that it's also einu chazer, which must mean. Amos, when did the Mechir happen? If it's before the Yehosh, why wouldn't it go back to the Bible? The Bible was never Miyayish. It must be the Bible was Miyayish. So you see that Yechayv Dalivay on the Mechira after the Yehosh. Dafka. So it says, no, Tirgumam Nachman, Prat Yom. When we say Eino it doesn't mean that you're being Motsi Mershos Bailim. Eino means the nature of the sale that you did was not a permanent sale, that you leased it for 30 days to somebody else as opposed to selling it, as we said earlier. Now, another Shita that assumes like Rav Sheshis. And Rav Lazar also holds that the Chiyuv of a Mechira is only going to be if it's after the Yehush Bailim. Again, this is the, the polar opposite of what Rav said. Rav said that once there's Yehush Bailim, you're not Chayiv on the Mechira, because you're the owner now, now that there's Yehush Bailim. Yehush alone is Konan. Shalom Tavach Shalom Machar. This is the polar opposite. This is saying that the only time you're Chayiv on Dalvei is after the Bailim is Miyayish. 
Dam Rebbe Lazar, because Rebbe Lazar said, Teda, Shestam Geneva, Yeish Bailamu. Any Geneva that we don't know if the Bailam was Miyayish, we can assume, Minastam, that there is Yeish Bailam, uh, because that's the Metzius in general. And if a person is, uh, is, uh, buys it from the Ganav, it's, uh, it's his, because there's a Yeish and a Shin Rishos, Shari Amr Torah, because the Torah says that a Shari or a but maybe the Bible was not me and, uh, and, 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 and if that's the case uh, you didn't accomplish anything by selling it we must draw the conclusion that there was a Yeish because you can assume there's a Yeish and that's why you're Chayiv on the Mechira because it's so Ilumaisav you did something impactful because there's a Yeish and now there's a Shinoi Rishos so from the fact that Rabbi Lazar learns the reason for the Chiv on the Mechira of the Ganav is that since there must have been a Yeish so you see that he holds like Rav Sheishas that the only way you're going to be Chayiv on the Mechira is if, uh, is, is if there was the Yeyush, that there is no Chiv on the Mechira before the Yeyush. So I asked the Gemara, how could Rabbi Lazar learn that Stam Geneva is Yeyush Bailim from the fact that the Torah is Mechayiv on Gana Vumachar, Vidilma Afagav Delo Yeyush? Maybe even if there was no Yeyush, you're going to be Chayiv, because the Torah is Mechayiv on the Etzem Maisim Mechira, even if it didn't accomplish anything. So Amri, so we said, no, no, Lo Salkadaitoch, you cannot assume such a thing, because the Chiv that the Torah is Mechayiv on the Mechira is Dumya de Tvicha. It has to be similar to Tvicha, similar to the Shechita. Just like the Shechita, by definition, accomplishes something, so to the Mechira has to be that it actually takes it out of the Roshos of the original Bailim. But if there was no Yeush, then it would not have taken it out of the Roshos of the original Bailim. So you see that Stam Geneva has Yeush Bailim. And therefore, even though you don't know if the Bailim was Miyayish, you could assume he was. So says Mar Vidilma de Shamane de Yeish. How do you know that that proves Stam Geneva's Yeish Bailim? Maybe the case happens to be that you happen to have heard him be Miyayish. You heard him say, Oy vey, now I'm never going to get this back. So Amri, lo salkadaitoch. You can't assume that that's the case because the Torah's Mechaev dumyu tetvicha on a Mechira that's similar to Tvicha. Well, ma Tvicha lialter, just like Tvicha happens right away as soon as he stole it, af Mechira lialter. The Mechira for which you're Chayev must be, it must be even if it happens immediately. What do you mean even if it happens immediately? Even if it happens before you hear the Bailam being Miyayish. So how do you know that there was Yeyush if you didn't hear the Bailam being Miyayish? Oh, Stam Geneva is Yeyush Bailam. So Gmar brings Rabbi Yochanan's Shita. Amalei Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says to Rabbi Lazar, I could reject your Raya that Stam Geneva is Yeyush Bailam. Geneva benefesh tochiach. Because I'll bring your Raya from kidnapping, from human trafficking, where you chayiv misa if you uh, sell the person that you stole. It's a pasuk in the Torah. Ki yimatzei ish gonev nefesh me'achav mi b'nei Yisrael this amer bo when you kidnap and sell the person that you kidnapped, you are the, the person's chayv misa. And there's obviously no yeish bailim because no one is miyayish on themselves, and nevertheless you chayv misa, even though your mechira was not moel ma'isav. It didn't do anything because the original uh, bailim, meaning the original person, didn't give up on him. He didn't give up on himself. So the same should be true by mechira v'shar where the Torah is chayv dalvei. We should say that you're chayv even though 
lohu ilu ma'isav, even though uh, your ma'isav was not uh, chal. So mechal, the son of Rabbi Yochanan, lefnei Yehushchayiv. Ooh, so you see that Rabbi Yochanan holds that your chayiv on on dalvei for tavach machar before Yehush la'achri Yehush mai. Yeah, but what would he hold la'achri? What would Rabbi Yochanan hold la'achri Yehush? Do we say that Yehush alone is kona and therefore la'achri Yehush? We, we'd say like Rav shalohu taveach shalohu mocher and there's no dalvei, or maybe Rabbi Yochanan holds that Yehush is not kona and your chayiv on la'achar yeush mikal v'chomer, that if even l'fnei yeush you tovach v'chomer yichayiv dalvei, so la'achar yeush all the most so you're going to be chayiv dalvei. So Gemara says, we have machlokas Rabbi Yochanan Reish um, in uh, about uh, selling la'achar yeush. Rabbi Yochanan Amr chayiv, Reish Lakish Amr Pater, explicitly. Rabbi Yochanan says yichayiv, Reish Lakish says yichayiv, Rabbi Yochanan Amr chayiv, chayiv v'yuh l'fnei yeush b'in l'achar yeush. Rabbi Yochanan says, it doesn't matter whether there was yeush or not, you're always going to be chayiv on God of a tovach v'machar. The only time your chayiv is lefnei yeush, avaliachar yeush kona kona. But once there already is yeush, then the ganav has already been kona v'shalohu tovech v'shalohu mocher. And if the ganav has already been kona, so when he subsequently sells it or shechts it, it's his own item that he's uh, selling or shechting. Say Isvei Rabbi Yochanan Reishlakish. Rabbi Yochanan challenges Reishlakish. Ganav the hiktish. If a person steals a behema, a shor or a set, and then he's maktish it to the base. And then he shechts it or sells it. He pays kefel, but he doesn't pay dal vehei because once he was makdish the behema, he was tavachumachar a behema that belonged to tagdish, and you don't pay dal vehei tagdish. So emas, well, when exactly was he makdish the behema? If it's before the Bible was ever miyayish, well, mikados, he has no right to be makdish the behema. You can only be maktish things that belong to you. It must be that he was maktish after the yeush, and the and and with that hegdish, ashina rishos took effect, and therefore hegdish was kona in combination with the yeush. The time of the hegdish, who So it sounds like there was yeush, and you know why this guy's put from dalvei because he was maktish it. By the time he shechted, it already belonged to Hegdish. But it sounds like Avalo Hegdish, had he not been Makdishit, Tavach Mishan Tashlume Arbav Chamisha, and he was, and he just shechted it even after the Yehush, he pays Dalvei. But but if you hold that Yehush alone is Kona, why should he pay Dalvei? Shalom Tavach Shalom Mocher. He's shechting and selling his own item. So Amalei, so Reshak Shpans Rabbi Yochanan, Hachem Ayeskinon, Kigon Shiktishu Bailim. That we're not talking about that the 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 Ganav was Makdish, the Bailim was Makdish, Biad Ganav, while it was in the hands of the Ganav. Says Mar, is that a possibility? Me Kadosh? Would it be Kadosh in such a case? If there was no Yehush and someone stole it, neither party can be Makdish. The Gazlan can't because it doesn't belong to him. And the Bailim can't because he doesn't have control over it. That we're assuming like, that the Bailim is able to be Makdish and Chefetz, it's not in his Rushus, like the Tznuin. The Tznuin, when it came to Kerem Ravai, they were afraid that people were going to take their Kerem Ravai, steal it without being poda it. So they set aside money to be poda it, even though it's in other people's hands. So, so and it works. So over here also, you see that the Bailim can be uh, makdish, even though it's not in his hands. Okay, but tomorrow we'll pick up from uh, from there. Have a good day. Everybody.